This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Also, August 31st to September 9th, yes indeed, my next Great Saints pilgrimage to Rome and Assisi, along with my friend Father Scott Bullock. Go to pilgrimagetorome.com and see what others have said. It's filling quickly. pilgrimagetorome.com. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. It's May, which only means one thing. It's the month of Mary. Yes, we're a couple weeks into the month of our Blessed Mother. And some of you have been on a roll. May crownings, rosaries, novenas. I've got a few friends that hit the ground running with their devotion to Our Lady this month. And others, including myself, who feel further behind on our devotions right now. But it's not too late. Yes, even in a pandemic, Our Lady is waiting to bring you to her son. After all, a pandemic is no match for her. Here to discuss how to do that is one of my favorite guests of all time. And those of you that listen to me know I don't say that often. Catholic writer and Word on Fire contributor Rachel Bullman is back on the show, here to talk about ways we can make the rest of May better than ever. Here it is, my conversation with Rachel Bullman. Hey, Rachel. Good morning. How are you? And you did it again. You, you just seem to continue to knock these out of the park. I loved it. Crowning Mary in a COVID-19 lockdown, you have officially inspired me to do this in my family next week. Well, thanks be to God, you know? I mean, you. I think we don't, we don't pay attention enough to it happening in Mass, you know? It's kind of like we just expect it to come in May, and now that we're not attending public Masses everywhere, so it's really important for us to be able to continue that liturgical living at home. For those who have never heard of this before, what is a May crowning? You know, the month of May has for a long time been dedicated to revering Our, our Lady. And in, in the article, I actually talk about uh, Mense Mayo, which is a, a document from Pope Paul VI that he wrote in 1945, where he really just talked about the fact that this is a pious custom, which we pay honor to our Blessed Virgin during this time. And it's a really beautiful time to turn to her. And it just so happens that it's also the same month where Mother's Day happens. And so usually we're getting ready in the church to welcome our first communicants. And to begin the month of May by crowning Our Lady in our parishes. So I remember last year, actually two years ago, really poignant for us as we had uh, our first communicant, first, first communicant in our family. And he was chosen to actually lay the crown on Our Lady and I asked him about it the other night when we were doing our May crowning at home, and he remembers it vividly of just getting the honor to walk up at the beginning before Mass had even begun and be able to lay the crown on Our Lady's head. Um, and it was just such a beautiful, beautiful thing that we do in our church to make sure that we understand that Our Lady always leads us to her son. And it's a beautiful tradition that our church gives us. Walk me through how this can uh, can can be performed, how we can do this in our own homes now. Obviously, we're not able to, to attend church in the meantime, but we want to be able to do this. I, I know I do. How do we do it? Yeah, so it depends. You know, a couple of years ago when I had access to a craft store, which we just started opening those where I'm at now, but if you do, you can always go and get like a little garland of flowers that they have. Sometimes they have them on wires, you know, like in the floral department. So you can do that. Or if you're super crafty, go and pick up some some 
flowers from your yard and tie all those together and be able to make a crown for her. The other way that you could do it with your children, if you don't have a Marian statue that's large enough to do this, you can also just print out some coloring pages of Our Lady and have your children be able to draw their own crowns around her head. And it's just a beautiful way for them to draw into a Marian devotion. And I know that for us, what we did is we have a little two-foot, two-foot statue. I say little, but it's about two feet tall. It's very light. And the night that we did our May crowning, we brought her out because she's kind of up on our mantle. So we brought her out and brought her down to the children's level. And I have friends of mine that will take their statue and they'll process around their house with her and just singing Marian hymns. And so we brought her down and placed her on the floor with the children. We all sat around her. And right before this, all of my children have written down things that they wanted to ask her to help them pray for, to, to ask for her intercession for. And then right before that, right before we did the crowning, each one of them actually took a second to say hello to her. You know, my children are very young, so they're nine, seven, six, and three. And so I just said, do you want to say anything to our lady? And the things that they say are just so beautiful. And the Lord is so good to use our children to reveal to us his love and what he desires for our own hearts. And I remember my daughter, she was so sweet. She's only three, and she said, Mary... I love your face, <laughs> and Mary, <laughs> I love you. I love your baby. <laughs> she said, "I love your baby," and because our statue is Our Lady holding Jesus, and so we went through that, and then we sang the Salve Regina together. And my first communicant son, now this year, he actually placed the crown on her head during that time, and his face when he came and sat down next to me, which I'm sure you know that face—the face of just like utter pride—that I got to do that. And so yeah. he was so excited to be able to place that crown. And they, they look for her now. In the morning, they come in, and they're, my, my husband put, put her back onto our mantle. And they, would, they walked in the living room, and they're like, oh, she moved back up there. I said, yes. So they, they're a little bit more aware of her presence now. And even before we started to do it, I remember telling them, you know, I'm your mommy on earth, but this is your mommy in heaven. And when you can't speak to me or you feel like maybe there's something that you would rather talk to her about, I ask you to do that. You talk to our Blessed Mother because I am only a good mother because she is a good mother to you. Mm. And and they really enjoyed that time. And so it's really a practical thing that you can do by being able to draw more attention to her in your home, especially during this month of May. You also talked about doing this in your own heart, and, and you gave some, uh, I thought, some some great advice and being able to go to some virtual Marian shrine tours. Yes. Yeah. You can just sit down and Google because I've never been, I, I remember going to the Basilica in DC and just being completely moved by the number of apparitions of our lady that a lot of people aren't even aware of being able to walk through all of the different countries. And so you can't physically do that right now, but what you can do is just jump on whatever search engine you use and drop in Virtual Marian Pilgrimage or Virtual Shrine Tour, Marian Shrine Tour. And all of these various ones come up. I know that whenever I pulled it up, I was able to see the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe and La Crosse, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. And then you do get to see the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in D.C. Um, the other one that came to mind was the Redemptorist Mater Chapel in the Apostolic Palace. So you can go through and view these things with your children. 
And it's just, it, it, even if you want to do it alone, because I know that there might be some people listening that are like, my children are teenagers or I don't have any children at home right now. I'm not, it seems a little juvenile to do a, a crowning of Mary. But because the crowning of Mary and just our attention to her is only to draw us closer to the child in her arms, for us mm. to be able to draw closer to her son. And so for us to have a disposition towards her, it's only to have a disposition to her son. And it's so important for us to know that that's her only duty. That is her only, her, her life is built on her fiat and her yes of drawing people in to do whatever he tells us, do whatever he tells us to do. And for us as adults, it's not juvenile to want to crawl into the arms of Our Lady. And it's not juvenile to desire for her to help you pray better and for you to know her son better. And there's so many ways to do that with that virtual shrine tour to be able to look up the beautiful encyclical from JP2 where he wrote about Redemptorist Mater, Mother of the Redeemer, one of my favorite documents. You can look that up and, and read it. There's so many different beautiful books out there on her. Daughter Zion is one of my favorites from Joseph Ratzinger, even lesser known as The Handmaid of the Lord from Adrian von Speyer. And both of those are just really beautiful reflections on our Marian belief, our Marian love. And so there's so many ways for you to draw closer to her in the efforts to draw closer to her son, no matter what your vocation or your life right now. You also talked about Pope Francis's uh, encouragement as he gently encourages the world to pray the rosary during this time. Yes, and we, the other two weeks ago, we did a live rosary on Facebook Live for our local parish, for our home parish. And remember, my children are from four children from nine to three. My three-year-old cried 40% of the time. Um, And we're doing this on Facebook Live, so there's no, like, trying to hide or anything. So she is, she's rolling around at my feet crying, and we just, trust right on through it because my other children love it and they love this opportunity to pray this rote prayer that kind of directs them into this moment of peace. So Pope Francis, of course, in all of his fatherly wisdom was like, you know, you should be praying this, especially during the month of May. He even wrote two new prayers for us to add on to the rosary at the beginning or at the end. And they're extremely beautiful. You can actually go and see those if you look up the Pope Francis's letter to families for the month of May. And he says in there, you know, I'm going to be praying these with you so we can be in spiritual union with our Holy Father and be drawn more into relationship with our mother. It's a beautiful thing for us to do. And your children desire it. I know that the rosary is scary. I know that it might seem like a, a long thing to do, but my kids love to color the diff, like different coloring pages of the mysteries. And then they actually lead them because a lot of the, all the road prayers of the rosary are prayers that they already know. So for them to go through and just say in our father and then follow up with 10 Hail Marys and the rest of them we have written out so that those that can read can read along with us. And I know that my, my three-year-old mumbles along with us, with us as we go along, but they really enjoy it and get really excited to lead those, those various decades. And I think that families that try it for the first time are really surprised by how much their children sit still and enjoy it and even when they don't how it's not distracting because you're together and that makes our holy family so happy i think crowning mary in a covid19 lockdown you can find it in wordonfire.org friends rachel bullman how's that book coming along 
it's coming along. A lot more being done here in this this, this social distancing. So it's it's going to be way ahead of deadline, I think. <laughs> I love to hear it, Rachel. Thanks for coming on. We love having you on the show. Thank you so much. Have a great day. So there you have it, friends. I always have numerous takeaways when Rachel comes on the show. You know, point one, point two, point three. After that interview, I went home and told my wife several takeaways, and we've already planned our May crowning. Big thanks to Rachel Bullman, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, inviting your friends to take part in the show. Visit our website at yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Leonetti, signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.